Hi, Dana. How are you? I'm doing fine over here in my apartment, quarantined with my lover, my King Charles Cavalier, a ton of food, a lot of Netflix. How are you? I'm good. Also on quarantine. So Dana and I are located in New York and are both working from home due to the coronavirus. And we wanted to start off by first sending our support to anyone out there who's struggling with work right now, whether you are a freelance worker, a sex worker, an artist, someone who works in restaurants serving, a restaurateur, um, a gigger, a drag queen, um, a dog walker, anyone who is struggling, we send you our love and support. And stay tuned for the end of the podcast. We'll have a list of resources where you can help these people out. Yes, and offer support emotionally, community-based, financially. Create something stronger through all of this. And this, let me tell you, this is a lot of time at home. We're on day five. <laughs> I know. Day five. I mean, like, what are you doing, Philip? Like, I, like, dusted the roof of my, like oven fan (laughs) (laughs) i have made so many lists of every project that i'm gonna do while i'm stuck in my house what are they cleaning every surface oh i'm i i have an upholsterer i have a framer (laughs) not that i'm doing anything any of these things i'm just talking to them all yeah you just want to make sure you have them on hand The second second I'm out of the gate, I'm redesigning my apartment. (laughs) Exactly. But we have so much time. I mean, I have swept every single day, basically, three times a day. So much Netflix. Reading books, watering my plants, throwing out clothes that I don't wear, donating them. Yes. Oh, my God. Sex. Sex. So much sex. So much food. Sex and masturbation. So much TV, so much media, masturbating with media, a little bit okay, of... Okay, so porn, Yeah, definitely. a little bit, a little bit of porn, little a little bit, bit of porn. porn alone, a little bit of porn with my lover, a little bit of porn with my podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> so we're so lucky to be joined today by Girls on Porn. They are truly one of the best resources out there for porn and especially ethical porn and what porn we should be consuming. Yeah, I mean, what a better time to be engaging with these two like fiercely feminist women who've kind of like made it their mission to understand the landscape of porn really make it their mission to provide resources for the ethical porn the queer porn the hot porn the porn that you just like never thought you wanted and we've got all the time in the world right now so we have plenty of time (laughs) And um, stay tuned for the end for um, all of those resources. Yes, we have time for porn and we have time for a little bit of activism and community growth. There's a lot of time for everything, so (laughs) (laughs) let's get to it. Get to it. Welcome to the podcast, Girls on Porn. Hi, everybody. That's Philip. And that's Dana. And And we're we're Tango. Tango. Thank Thank you you for coming, coming, Girls Girls on Porn. Porn. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you so much for having us. We're so happy to be here. Yeah. Oh my god. We're so excited to talk about porn. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Great. That's a daily occasion for us. So yes. It's exciting to spread the love and yeah. you know, make other people talk about porn with us. Just <laughs> out here making people talk about porn. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the goal? It yeah, is. It really is. To not just watch it, but to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. It's chic. It's 2020. Let's talk about the porn we're watching. Yeah. You know? Ooh. Girls on Porn is a podcast with two girls and a lot of porn. Laura is a writer and producer, and Rachel is an actress, but they are first and foremost pornography connoisseurs devoted to helping you find hot ethical porn. Oh, Ooh, connoisseur. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm horny well, now. Your hostess is <laughs> <porn>. <laughs> The goal of this podcast is for everyone to leave horny. Oh, great. Oh, it's good. working. Yeah, we're well on our way. <laughs> I mean, we, we talked about hair and we talked about plants, so like I'm halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm getting like a porn sommelier vibe. Yes, exactly. Ooh. That was the word I was just trying mm-hmm. to think of. I was like, what's the word for the wine person Porn-o-lier. that like knows all Ooh. the tastes and yeah. stuff? I love yeah. that. What a good way to start tagging porn. Like, yes. what are the top now? <laughs> yeah. What are, how does it what land on your getting? palate? Yeah. yeah. Like, what does it taste strong like? on the nose. Mm-hmm. And how does it linger? Yes. How does it stay with uh-huh. you? Yeah. <laughs> 
like to start at the beginning. Okay. So what was the birds and the bees like for both of you? Did you have this conversation? I was, I'll never forget it. I was sitting with my mom. It was just me and my mom for some reason. I don't know where my sister or my dad was, but we were watching the TV show Blossom. And Blossom was, she went to like a, the episode was like she went to a dorm or like a frat party. It was like a toga party. And like some, she got drunk and like something bad happened. And like the the TV show like didn't really talk about it. Mm. But it like, you know, it kind of alluded to the fact that like maybe she, you know, had some sex or something. Mm -hmm. And my mom, we were eating ravioli. And my mom was (laughs) like, you know, like cutting her ravioli. And she was like, Rachel do you know what sex is? And I was like, immediately got like hot red, like so uncomfortable eating my ravioli. And I was like, yeah, I saw it in Titanic. (laughs) And she was like, but did, did you see it? Did, do you know what it is? And I was like, no. And she, you know, told me it's like when, you know, a penis enters a vagina. And, you know, I wish I could go back and be like, Mom, actually, <laughs> that's not entirely true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, exactly. But, um, yeah, that was the moment that she told me and, and my mind was blown. And then it took me years to figure out that a penis has to get hard first. <laughs> I didn't understand that aspect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a detail. It's important detail. Because I don't even think I've ever gotten that far. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Still that information you need. Frankly. Like, it was something that I thought about probably every day for, like, four years, where I was like, how does a mushy, floppy penis go into a hole? Like, I was like, a I feel like hole. it's probably weird, and, like, do you, like, shove it in? Like, how did... It's probably so uncomfortable, and, like... There's just like a lot of movement. And you just gotta like sh- jam this like gummy thing into Ooh, a hole. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So many visuals. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I remember in like fifth grade, someone said the word boner, and I was like, "What's that?" Say what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Explain, please." <laughs> and then I found out that it. And then you really. Hard. Then you were yeah. really on your way. Yeah. The floodgates were open. Yeah, and then I was like, ah. And then I just was like, boom, sex, porn, all the time. Um, Do you I know just, the age that you were when you first watched porn? I think I was, oh God. I mean, I was probably watching like softcore porn when I was like 12. So that's like seventh grade. Yeah, like yeah. seventh, sixth like grade. Sixth, sixth grade, yeah. seventh grade. My parents had, uh, were addicted to television and my family and we always had like every like premium cable network. Uh-huh. So I was watching like Skinamax and like, you know, yeah. Real Sex <laughs> and like late night, like HBO Showtime. Um, and for, I don't know if my parents ever caught on to this, but I, I was, we were always having like the sleepovers, you know, like I was like, everyone's going to come over and we're going to stay in the basement and like, mom and dad, you can't come downstairs. You know? Um, so and this was like social porn watching. Oh yeah. And then I remember in like, in like maybe ninth grade. No, no, no. It had to been like, yeah, maybe ninth grade. I had a bunch of girls come over and we rented like Unfaithful in like uh, nine and a half weeks. Mm, and like, honestly, still a go to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> still yeah. porn to me. Yeah, yeah. And we rented a bunch of these sexy movies. And my mom was like, okay, this is a little weird. But she didn't, she let me do it. So that was wild things for me. Yeah. And I thought the Pen 15 episode where they watch it together was epic. Was like, <laughs> you nailed it. Yes. You're like watching this incredibly advanced sex scene and just had like no idea what yeah. was like what would actually happen beyond like the movie sex scene should I track back yes, to mine absolutely. too yes, let's go back again. I just yeah. remembered something epic that I don't know how I forgot about this detail but so I did have a similar conversation that was like very clinical I think much earlier like I was mm. maybe in like kindergarten or first grade wow. and people were talking about like doing it oh. and I asked my mom what that meant and she gave me a very like clinical heteronormative penis in the vagina that's yes. all the information I got mm. yeah and prior to to or even following that period, I just thought that meant people laying on top of each other and yeah. like holding still, like soaking was what I thought sex was. <laughs> um, I'm gonna soak then... you up and you're gonna soak me up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean honestly, it sounds lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I like to soak a little after. Yeah. Um, just lay here. <laughs> yeah, and then I just this is the thing I remembered. There was this book that my family had that was like a sex educational book with diagrams of like different like. It was basically a how, like about coming of age and about your own body developing. So there were actually different pictures of all different kinds of gen- genitalia, and it was a pretty inclusive book. And in that like I saw pictures of tits that like 
were all different kinds that weren't mine. So I felt a little mm. less like stressed about like there's one kind of breast or there's one kind of vulva. Right. That's nice. Right. Yeah. And I, I kind of like studied that book for a long time. <laughs> when I, think of it. I would like sneak it out when no one was home and like really look through it. And mm-hmm. it showed like a penis erect. I mean, that was, it was still confusing. Yeah. To be like, like how fast, like <laughs> magic. Picturing a boner was nuts. Like yeah. I just thought it was like truly like boing boing, like <laughs> that. It, like, you yeah. have to like get out of the way. Uh, <laughs> it's like an umbrella. Yeah. Like you don't want to like open it too fast indoors. Yeah. Um, and then I took a class at my Unitarian Universalist church called About Your Sexuality. It later changed to be called Our Whole Lives. But it was a super progressive sex ed class. We were, like, assigned to buy contraceptives. Like, I had to go to Walgreens and buy condoms in sixth grade when I took the class. And we talked about STDs and STIs. And we talked about, like, we had, like, a question box. But it was, like, basically what you wish your public school sex ed class was just like incredibly like we had a bisexual person come and talk about like <laughs> masturbation to us wow they caught one yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they caught one in the wild <laughs> but like she was the first person to be like yeah you have to masturbate so that you know what you like and then you can tell a partner like that was a really exciting thing to hear as a sixth grader yeah from someone who had all different kinds of partners just really like was very eye, uh, eye and mind opening that was in the sixth and grade this wow. was when I was in sixth grade what what geographical region are we in so this is in Colorado (laughs) but if you're if you are yes this is in Colorado which is a very interesting place it's it's a very like tossed salad of progressives and Mm -hmm. uh and then like focus on the family and like military stuff in Colorado Springs and lots of evangelical Christianity um but Unitarian Universalism is in general just like a very progressive church Mm -hmm. or uh in this same time this is like just to literally date myself this is like 97 okay (laughs) <laughs> we, I remember there being like a vote in the congregation about whether we would officially put it in our doctrine that we are, we're accepting of LGBTQ community folks. And it was unanimously voted in support of, wow. like we had trans people in the congregation and this was like in the nineties. So it was a very like, very you special s- little you still community. had a vote for it. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. You still had to like do yeah. the vote, but like the community was 100% in support yeah. of that. So there wasn't any like dissent about wow, that at that time. Amazing. It was, I mean, at the time I just thought that was normal and I look back and I'm, I feel very fortunate. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When did porn come into your life? Like way too late after that, Lita. Uh, <laughs> I want to say like, like published porn, like magazine porn I was seeing in like middle school and high school. But, like, video porn, I think I was in college, maybe, when I saw my... I think, like, wow. Jenna Jameson was one of the first I saw. As Pirates was one of the first that I, like, watched full length, like, a group wow. of people. And we were, like, making fun of it the whole time. And I was like, yeah, gross. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, this is so stupid. I very distinctly remember finding porn for the first time. It was in the sixth grade. I was in like an after school club. Mm. Oh, this was on campus. This was on campus on school property. (laughs) And I was, we were, me and this club were like looking to make post, we were looking for pictures of soldiers for a poster Mm. for like Oh, some kind of like war relief. Like, <laughs> wow! <laughs> like raising things, to send, day. Yeah. sending yeah. soldiers, some yeah. shit. I don't know. Send them. How much I care? Yeah. And I Honestly, they found, love it. I was like on Google image search, which was like still in its early days. Yeah. No sensors on it, and. Yeah. I was just like on the search soldier and like you get down like a certain bit and like there was like two soldiers <laughs> naked in a shower. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Click that one. Yeah. And then like all of a sudden I'm on like a deep web, like porn, early porn site, which is like yeah. essentially clip art. Sure. Porn. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And that after that, I was immediately like, what the fuck is this? And how do I find this? And yeah, so then it became like it. a life of searching. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's when your quest, your life quest yeah. began. Yeah. I did a lot of Google like image searches, too, of like 
<laughs> there was like a period of time where I was just searching for like famous male celebrities naked. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like Brad Pitt penis, you know, <laughs> like Jude Law naked. Yes. <laughs> like just like yes. trying to like, you know, and I had them in like a special folder on like our desktop. And, like, oh my yeah. God. That Zach Efron <laughs> naked photo got me through some days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that photo. Two days. Like Two I had days. like a grainy picture of like Jude Law's naked in a bathtub and like the talented Mr. Ripley. And I like probably masturbated to that like way too much. It's like not even that sucks. Like it's it's like it's not even that like hot of a picture, but it's like, you know, whatever. I found porn with my brother. Wow. And like a bunch of our friends. We were just like on the family desktop. As you do. Mm-hmm. And we just, like, mm-hmm. went to, like, sex.com. Yeah. <laughs> we were all just kind of like, what is sex? What was yeah. at sex.com in that time? Is like, that domain free? <laughs> we should buy it. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta buy that. that. I'm betting it's very not. expensive domain. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, it was video at that point. It was early. Like, I want to say this was, like, mid-2000s. Yeah. Like, 2005, mm-hmm. 2007. Mm. And we, like, all huddled around this desktop in the in the living room <laughs> and just went to sex.com and then we were all like what well, yeah. and then like quickly turned it off and I don't think I even tried to investigate for like maybe five years wow oh. yeah I was like I saw that cool yeah I, I didn't know what it is I was like I saw that, I know that and then it wasn't until like way later that I was like do I want this. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I love the politics around exploration that we set for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I'm going to store this for later. Uh-huh. Or like, I had this weird, like, this weird habit is what I'll call it, where uh-huh. like, internet search bar, you type in a letter, a website starts to come up. Sure. I had to only watch porn in the filter of it's at least five websites down. Yeah. So the letter of the porn can't be like A. Yeah. <laughs> like letter, pl- then vowel, no way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is very, this is strong work. I yeah. would clear my porn history even when it was just my laptop. Like, yeah. I carried forward the like puritanical curse of like, it's vi- there's viruses or like someone's going to see yes. it or who knows yeah. who's going to just glance at your computer and like look for something and yep. like, you're a porn monster. Yeah. Like, so I would watch porn and then clear my own history yeah. for myself. From Just yourself. like, I didn't have to confront <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Now uh, it's like, no holds barred, you know? Like, yeah, now it's like, literally those tabs are open and I have to remember what I'm like giving yeah. a screen share presentation. Yeah, like, like, maybe not, minimize yeah. some yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to look at my camera roll on my phone. Yeah. it's just yeah, like, it's don't go shots. freely. Yeah. I, I tried to scare my friend the other day and I had his phone in my hand and yeah. he was showing me a photo and then I started rapid Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and his face, oh my God. <laughs> you have a hidden folder. Yeah. I don't even do that because just because like promoting the pod and, and things that we're talking about, it's like, Oh, whatever. Someone it's slips exhausting. over my phone, phone on the train, you know. This it's, is who I am. Yes, yeah. yeah. you find yeah. my personal porn. porn. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you found it. Yeah. yeah, I've definitely been in coffee shops, and after like a half hour or so, realized like I have to not be in public. Yeah, while yeah. I'm like researching <laughs> something. That came up for us two nights ago because we have our live show tonight, which is, sounds like a plug, but it's gonna be too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to just like go through the slideshow, which like includes stills and clips of porn, and we were just like at like a fancy cocktail bar, and I was like, I think we can't do this yeah like, this might be oh. i think we're comfortable with that but i don't think they're gonna yeah. be chill about it like i think we're not quite there in 20 it hadn't crossed my mind I yeah was like, oh, i guess, I guess <laughs> right. so, yeah okay we have to yeah. yeah i was like really we went to a different bar and just in a corner yeah we went to a dive yeah. bar and just like with yeah. facing the wall yeah right. <laughs> so how did porn come into your sex education oh wow mm. I'm a big believer that sex education is a lifelong journey. Mm. Um, and I just wanted to say that because I thought that was like a fun epiphany. Yeah. Be like, oh, yeah. of course it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, I it never is. like codified it for myself. Like, it's I think yeah. true. There was a part of me that was like, I'm done. Like at a yeah. certain point, yeah. I was like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, because um, you literally got a grade. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did it. It was well, good. No one graded us. You, you just yeah. had to show up. Yeah. I think virginity does that. Like the concept of virginity makes you think it's like a the one, bases, a one time. Yes. Yeah. Also, it's like I've hit all the bases, and mm-hmm. I think for me too, like I was very concerned in my early 
sex years of like being good at it like I just want to be good at stuff so I always was very like how do I like I feel like the first phase of my adult education was being like I'm doing it right I'm like doing all this stuff and that was like Cosmo and then like porn came into that where like I started watching porn for my own enjoyment, but you can't help but, like, watch how someone gives a blowjob and be like, ooh, good. Like, yeah, that still happens. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, we, we actually talked about that on the pod <laughs> yeah. not long ago, where I was like, ooh, that technique. I've yeah. never seen that before. And then, like, pulled that into my sex life. I was right. like, it went very well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, I just learned so much about, like, masturbation even, just by, like, yeah. watching, now that we're doing the podcast and I'm watching a lot more inclusive porn. Yeah. yeah. And, like, watching, like, you know, stuff from, like, Crash Pad and, like, in things that are inclusive of queer bodies, I'm like, oh my god, they're way more advanced than like yeah. heteronormative sex. Yes, you know? yeah. Well, that's we actually had that aha moment on the mm-hmm. show. Diana O'Kane on the show, we were talking about a specific Crash Pad series episode, and we were just talking about the fluidity of sex when you're not like going the heteronormative route, where it's like these are the five positions basically yeah. with like variations on them, yeah, and how much like creativity naturally comes out of just like working with different bodies and Ty was like oh I feel so sorry for you both like (laughs) I just realized like how how boring sex must be like when it's specifically with straight men (laughs) and we were like yeah 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 so that's that's been a huge part of my sexual education is is coming out of my own shell and just like continuing to explore like what sex can be Mm -hmm. and and that being much more self-serving and much more like explorative than being like i just have to be good at it yeah right and it being self-serving also i think meaning it's like a better collaboration (laughs) (laughs) you know well we have this like image of sex from media that is like uh, it's actually not sex. It's a father patting his son on the shoulder and yeah. then him walking into a room and closing the door. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, him coming out and, like, beaming. Yeah. And like, I did it well. Yeah. So it's kind of like this, like, terrible version of, like, it's the responsibilities on one person mm-hmm. to just do the whole thing. Right. Yeah. And they're the only one who, the only ones who can feel good. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. when you are queer like you kind of are told like oh that's not gonna happen for me right so like I have to discover it and find it right yeah it's true wow straight men have a lot of work to do don't they they really do it's just a lot of pressure and I that's the main thing I feel bad for them about although like there's pressure on everyone to perform so yeah Yeah. is there porn that we can give them from the get-go that like will better teach them Absolutely. I mean, yeah. we can, I've, we're specifically, I mean, we can just rattle off our favorite yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. porn platforms. So we mentioned Crashpad. Yeah. Shine Louise Houston uh, created that series and also has a great site called at, that's at pinklabel.tv. Pink Label is actually an aggregate where she pulls different independently produced and ethically vetted porn, mm-hmm. all different kinds, but that you can like search your thing. Right. Um, and then X Confessions is great. Um, Again, yes. very like diverse and inclusive, very right. high production value. That's Erica Lust um, out of Europe, mm-hmm. and those are like films. They're yeah. Like really yeah, short films. Yeah. Um, and then Deeper.com is one we recommend for anyone that just wants to take like a step to the left of mainstream <laughs> yeah. porn. Yeah. It's directed by Caden Cross, who comes from like mainstream porn performance. Yeah. But it is it's like a lot of hardcore, a lot of rough sex, and a lot of mainstream performers. <clears throat> yes. But it is directed ethical. by a woman. Yeah. And uh, the you know, production process processes vetted. Yeah. And Kink.com also. Mm-hmm. Kink.com yeah. is another yeah. great like kink, uh more mainstream but like kinky mm-hmm. stuff. More BDSM stuff. Um yeah. Balesa is another great search platform. They do Balesa films and then they also have Balesa.co, which yeah. is a place where you can again search for different platforms that they aggregate. Yeah. They and that one's great because it's it's like free. That. Like you can search for the links to the more ethical free porn if you want to start there. We do encourage right. paying for porn. Yes. But that's a good place to porn. start Pay if you want to try porn. out platforms or just get to know different performers. Yeah. Um, going to people's just like many vids. Yes. Also. Anything that's produced uh-huh. by Only the fans. performer themselves. Only fans, many vids. And then the cam sites are great. Even Pornhub Premium is is decent because in that case, the porn performers who set up their own verified performers, uh, 
verified profiles are taking a cut of anything yeah. that's viewed, let right. alone um, purchased. And it might be just like a clip, but it's like, you know, if you mm. want to watch the full video, like you can purchase it on my many bits only fans. Mm-hmm. Also, Cocky Boys is mm-hmm. a great site that I like to look at. Uh-huh. Frolic Me yeah. is another one. That's a pretty straight site, but like a good one for the straight yeah. boys who are feeling pressure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need um, to know. Four Chambers Oh, yeah. Four Chambers. We watch a lot of porn. That was just like a year of porn. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. And we're still getting like, you know, recommendations. We're still learning. Yeah, we're constantly learning and finding new platforms and new yeah. creators and producers. Uh-huh. I yeah. really love Aorta Films. Oh, yeah. Aorta yeah. Films. Yeah. It's great. I have a yeah. question. Uh, like, what that makes me think of is like porn as practice. Like, whether it's watching it by yourself, whether it's watching it with friends, whether it's watching it with a partner, whether yeah. it's like in how it happens and the practice of porn yeah mm-hmm. um i'm interested in like what you two are like talking about and seeing in terms of like people revealing their practices and like what is a healthy porn practice yeah mm. i mean it's been fascinating just starting this podcast and seeing how comfortable people feel talking to us about talking it to us about it yeah, yeah which is great and i feel like is yeah ma- i feel like makes me feel like the podcast is us successful. being like out <laughs> as porn people yeah. just inspired a ton of conversation i think that's the best yeah benefit um on, like from the perspective of like sexual partners is I think because they know I have like a podcast about porn they kind of have yeah. to come to the table with a little yeah. bit more yeah. right. conversation about it I will say that I think the most resi- resistance I still get is from straight men like they either really want to talk about it because there's something they've always wanted to talk about that they're like finally like yeah. isn't it crazy I mean that's even how it's like led to guests who have been like I have wanted to talk about the craziness of interracial porn for years and like mm. had no one to talk to about yeah Um, and leads to like really exciting conversations there. But then on the other side, there's friends or partners who will all be like, so what are you into? And they're like, um, I I don't know. And they like want to say the right thing. Like if they say they're, Mm. what they're actually searching, it's going to be problematic. Or I'm going to be like, you shouldn't be searching for Latina women or something, you know, like they, they want to like hold it back. Um, or they're just like normal stuff. And I'm like, well, that's not information. Yeah. Just because there is like porn is like there is so much fetish tied up in everything in porn yeah you know yeah it's like and i'm sure you know these guys are honestly not even searching for anything that i would find crazy i think it's just them wanting to be woke enough yeah if they're like if i just look for like pussy pounding i sound like a dick (laughs) yeah right right. (laughs) you know it's true yeah um yeah but it's also kind of like our responsibility as having a podcast about it to be like we're not going to kink shame you. We're not going to judge you. Yeah. 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 Do you feel like there's expectation from them to you about like... Oh, like do we perform... Like are we... Sometimes. Sometimes I feel like there's... Like maybe it's invented again because it goes back to me being like, I have to be good at everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like now I have a porn podcast. I have to be a porn and sex expert. Yeah. But I feel like you know, I'm old enough and have had enough sex to be like, it's sex and it's always going to be a dialogue. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just about presence and generosity and like just trying to have fun with your person. So mm-hmm. maybe, but I've never had someone be like, oh, you know what? Actually, I do have one little anecdote. Like I, <laughs> oh, okay. I was be like, I never had someone be like, you should be amazing at this. But I have had people try too hard on their end like someone like kissed mm. me weird once and I was like what are you doing yeah. like, I'm trying to be sexy and edgy and I yeah. was like I mean wow. just kiss what me like yeah. 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 <laughs> what are you redefining the wheel of a kiss yeah like it was sure. amazing like it wasn't even crazy it just was like I was yeah. like oh I see the stress here yeah. like I get yeah this person kind yeah. of thing yeah I also say that like I think sometimes watching porn I've I've become more thoughtful about like which porn to watch with partners mm. in the interest of it being sexy mm-hmm. because there is some porn that I like that's like pretty impressive and therefore intimidating sure. yeah, yeah. Right, like right, right, I like right. clicked on a Mickey Maud porn where he was and he does this in a lot of them where he's standing and fucking and there's like fucking three minutes of him yeah. standing and fucking this person and that is an insane yeah. workout right and to watch that and be like okay let's go yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of an unfair yeah. setup yeah so i i have a partner and it came up before we were together before i started the podcast and i watched porn with him before i had the podcast even so that it 
it comes up early, I guess, for me in my sexual relationships. Like, yeah. I watch porn, and this is the kind of porn that I like. I've, I've never really had a problem being like, do you want to watch porn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, how do you bring porn into your relationship? Um, I don't know. I feel like it usually happens. I'm a big sexter. You know, mm-hmm. I, I sex. I love. Yeah. A, I love to sex, and I'll be like, "Oh, I was like, you know, I'll I'll pop it in a text message, be like, just was watching this, and like, can't wait to do this to you later. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, like some sometimes it'll be, you know, if it's like a pegging and video, then he yeah. like penis animals, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> penis animals are porn. Yeah. We, we reviewed on, <laughs> on our yeah. show. Well, there's a lot of crazy fucking porn that we, we yeah. Watch on this the show. one in particular is like a homemade weird like creature in like a furry suit with like just sure. millions of like dildos as right. others coming out of <sighs> yeah. this body. <laughs> yeah. Um very disturbing. So not something you would want a partner to send <laughs> right. to you. Um but yeah anyway. Yeah. I always <laughs> tell people that it's gonna take a lot to freak me out because I've literally seen everything else. Yeah. 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 It's true. Yeah. I'm also a fan of the sexting and for me, like I'm interested, and I'm interested to hear all of your opinion mm-hmm. on this. But yeah. like, I think that what's really hot is like the closer you get to your porn, which yeah. is like, for instance, paying for your porn yeah. or su- like supporting a sex worker who's on OnlyFans, or yes. like, I see a lot of porn on Twitter. Mm. Um, you know, since Tumblr's now gone, right? And and I feel like a- probably a lot of people want like a big separation from their porn. Yeah. But kind of how we play with distance and porn. Yeah. yeah. That's a really compelling question. I would say I I like the closeness. I don't like the sensation of being a fan because that to me is distance. Mm. Like hmm. I think the relationship – so that's a weird thing to say. But yeah. like I think what I'm trying to get at is that like the worship of celebrity to me is a little bit toxic. Yeah. 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 And having seen it – I'm not saying I have so many fans, but like <laughs> fans of our show, yeah. like can be wonderful and at times invasive mm-hmm. in a way yeah. where you're like, whoa, 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 like you've stepped a little it's too a far. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I imagine that's something porn performers deal with on a massive scale. Oh, yeah, of like, what do those boundaries look like? What do they want to look like? Um, so I think I I'm not huge into like getting into like. I'll talk to you all the time and I'll like send you and I'll be on OnlyFans. Like I just like to respect someone's like work from afar. Yeah, like yeah. the same way I would any actor I respect. And if they're amazing, like right. I feel the need to be like, your work is so wonderful. Like thank you. Like yes. and then get out of their way. Yeah. Yes. Realize, right. Yes. I will say that I mean we've had porn performers on our show who are like the number one people I masturbate to. Yeah. Who are yeah. huge fans. Which is amazing and actually like I wondered, like, if after the fact, I'd be like, oh, I, it's going to be weird to watch, like, Mickey or Vegas' porn after this or something. But it's it's not. It's it hasn't. Just, like, it hasn't been weird. And I, they're just, like, lovely humans who are super smart and well-spoken and kind. Right. So then you're just like, go, Mickey, go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to support them. Yeah, like, well, you're having work. a great time. Yeah. And one is, yeah. one is work and one is their life. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And yeah. I think the, the idea, like, the closeness of it has a lot to do with just the, the stigma and the shame that yeah. we, as a society, as a culture, like, put on porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I have no problem, like, just, like, opening up my Twitter and, like, scrolling past, like, because like, it's a part of life. Like, yeah. I think sex is, is a massive part of my life, right. just even in my own practice, but also, like, enjoying it and, like, enjoying to watch it. So... Yeah, I think being close and, and yeah, buying things that are and supporting sex workers and, and performers that I love is like the whole point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's it like being women talking about this medium? And it, <laughs> which is such like a traditionally like male dominated yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's industry. The whole, that's the yeah. whole point. That's I right. think it's so empowering. I think like it's, it's, it's empowering. Best. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just a fun it's just a fun thing to do because it's yeah. inherently every piece of it is going to be like a fun layer to peel back that mm-hmm. like it's all sort of uncharted territory or undercharted territory, yeah. you know? And I mean, we're two white women, like two white cis women. So like, yeah, we have a very limited perspective in that sense. So like, we're really just trying to invite just more and more conversation, like kick open a door, so yeah. to speak. So it's, it's fucking fun. And also, like, <laughs> the idea that we could maybe have an impact on, like, such a huge industry. Yeah. 
was really that exciting. Was, yeah. That was truly like one of the actual missions of the podcast. Is yeah. like I watched porn but genuinely like I didn't quite know where I was finding it and mm-hmm. like would be watching stuff and be turned on and but also be like is that girl okay? You know, like would just <laughs> yeah. be turned off by like not knowing if consent boundaries were in place or anything like that. And I get I nerd out on like business models and like started to learn more about like actual porn and like how yeah. massively monopolized the porn yeah. landscape is in the mainstream and i get genuinely excited about like disrupting that and yeah. just like moving the needle a little and like putting like sending business towards something ethical yeah and i think we're actually doing that yeah. on a small scale but we're we're doing it so. and and also things that are sh- showing equal pleasure or just yeah. you know like not just for like the straight cis man yeah. You know? yeah 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 i think that like when you brought up the like queer porn yeah. like it's the only porn i can watch yeah because of like consent and pleasure, yeah. right? I can't like I don't want to be afraid for the girl. Yeah, <laughs> I wanna, exactly. I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to be like watching porn turned on and then be like absolutely terrified right. of like, yeah. being like assaulted. Right. Yeah. And like queer porn just like actively avoids that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. In yeah. a very real way. Yeah. yeah. And but there's there's a way for that to be in heterosexual porn. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They can have it. Well, something interesting that you brought up is just like safety in porn, and like both like your safety as like what porn you watch, but then also safety on porn sets. Yes. And in the actual production. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably a whole different a whole can of worms. Yeah, it is a can of worms because even if a production house, I mean, people ask us a lot, like, what do you define as ethical? And I ramble a lot when we get asked that question, but I'm trying to boil it down (laughs) to, like, three pretty clear points. One being compensation for the performers, like, fair and transparent Mm -hmm. compensation. Mm -hmm. Very clear and uh, freely given consent. And then also just inclusion and representation. Um, And there's a thing that happens in mainstream porn that was created with good intentions but has already, already been sort of worked around, which is that performers have to say at the end of a video... Like, yes, everything was fine, and I had a good time, and nothing bad happened, but then they often don't get handed their check until after they, they say yes, that. Yeah, mm. um, which obviously is not consent. That yeah. is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah. Um, yeah. so it's, yeah, it's tricky. It's yeah. basically like a self-governing little community right yeah. now, and there's there's no union for sex workers, right. so which it's, it's complicated. Anyone deserves a union. <laughs> yeah, dear <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Literally the most vulnerable thing you could do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. What are you learning about porn today? Like, what's the landscape? What are the trends? What is it? What is porn telling us about, like, what we want today? Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I'm learning, like, I mean, this is something I think about every day. But, like, <laughs> what the 2020 is going to be the year of. Like, if 2019 yeah. was the year of eating ass, like, what is 2020 going to be I'm the year of? I'm glad you also agree. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was, ass. everyone was, like, came out of woodwork moment. being, like, we eat ass, you know? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, we chose the right time to start this podcast, you know? Like, we are talking about sex out Thank in the you, open. Yeah. Like, everyone, like, straight white men are like, yeah, I eat ass. Like, I get my butthole licked i was like holy shit this is awesome <laughs> we're doing it you cooler yeah. Yeah. yeah yes it did yeah, oh, yeah. I yeah. what a time times cooler yeah i know I eat ass. yeah, yeah. Right? Like, people say they don't eat ass i'm like wow yeah i'm like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah like what do you just do missionary too like yeah. Yeah. so this is something i think about all the time is like what is 2020 going to be the year of and i feel like it's going to be the year of feet for some reason. Well, that's oh my really god, that is so accurate that is because so accurate. I've been seeing and talking about feet all the time. Really? You know why yeah. it is? It's because of Finn on Love Island. I just say what? I just say that. I was going to say, well, that and also, like, there's been a lot of, like, I mean, all the memes about people taking, like, feet pics and yeah. everything, like, that's been, like, really trendy on the internet. Um, there's just, like, there's, I just feel like there's a lot of things, like, there was that episode of High Maintenance where, like, they go to, like, a foot fetish party. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, 2020 is going to be the year where everyone's like, yeah, 
feet are fucking thing. hot. Yeah. Thing. And there's something vulnerable about like seeing someone's like up like you know the sole of a foot. Yeah. 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 Oh, if that's true. Maybe it'll be my ear too. Yeah. Like I have cool feet. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I like my feet. <laughs> you know, like there's something sexy about a foot. I yeah. think what ultimately we're learning is that anything can be sucked. Yes. Yeah. It's true. That's and, a, it's a new frontier. Yeah. And we went, what are like, we going to suck next? We went full, like, <laughs> all the way end of the spectrum with sucking butthole. Yeah. And yeah. now we're, like, dialing it back to, like, and then, like, more, like, casual things. Yeah. Can be yeah. sucked, too. Like, yeah. the toes. Like, but still, like, quote, dirty. Right. Like, feet. Like, right, you walk around and then, like, the, the booty is, quote, dirty. Right, right. So yeah. So we keep it a little dirty, but mm-hmm. we remind you that, like, anything can be sucked. Anything yeah. can be licked. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, the idea that, like, a foot is dirty. Like, okay, sure, but, like. Yeah. Can't be any more dirtier than a butthole. Yeah. Can't be any yeah. dirtier Can't than my hands. Yeah, <laughs> That's honestly. True. My yeah. feet are in socks inside yes. of the shoe all day. Yeah. Like, it's my own sweat that has yes. made them that way. Come on. Yeah. Not like the subway pole. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the subway pole. Meanwhile, right. I'm shoving my hand down someone's throat. And I know. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> gagging somebody, you know? I'll also throw in there just on the porn trends conversation, going back to my nerdy like business model stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious and I don't have an answer for this, but like there's there's always movement between like the internet like killed the like scene production to a certain extent, meaning like there were these massive studios like kink.com was a titan and then things actually like shifted when more like you could make your own porn yeah. in your own house or whatever. And so now there's a like, massive like Camming is it's amateur, yeah. Is yeah. taking off yeah. uh, in a huge way, but I do you can think be your own boss. Yes, yeah, so you can be your own boss, and like it's there's it's just it's it's, it's one of the most ethical, ethical forms yeah. of porn of because porn. you're yeah. self producing, therefore you're not you know yeah. uh, <laughs> being abused. Yeah, I yeah. hope. Sure. Although we've watched some cameras, I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why did well, you create this? They're like cam like networks you can tell yeah, that sure. like run a lot yes of that are trying to latch yeah, like on to the desire room. for yeah. authenticity yeah. that are actually studios or just like yeah. hubs in eastern europe or all over america i'm not trying yeah. to say like this isn't happening here but like eastern europe but yeah those like sort of cam factories where yeah. like girls yeah. are just in warehouses and like the corner of a staged bedroom. Right, they have a twin bed and yes. a rolly chair. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Very realistic. Yeah. Definitely yes. a huge trend in amateur yeah. camming. But I'm curious to see, like, how... Because I do think there's still an audience, particularly, like, people like us that like production value and mm-hmm. we like partnered scenes. We like a little taste of story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than just, like, narrative. watching yeah. someone on, like, a party chat. So I think those two markets are going to survive, but it'll yeah. be interesting to see, like, how yeah. they thrive and like maybe just become like side by side. I think. Yeah. I mean, they kind of already are. I don't know. Calling back to sexting, mm-hmm. how do you feel like nudes and amateur porn have a relationship, or like mm. self-tape sex videos? And like, would you consider like your own nudes if you have them? Yeah. Or your partners? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are like coupled like sex videos you've taken? Oh like, yeah. Porn. Or like where where does that fall in? Because I think, like I've got my my hidden folder. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't say that's porn. If someone was like your porn folder, I'd be like, this is my art folder. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess I don't know. I mean, I I have like videos of like myself having sex, and like I guess depending on. I mean, yeah, I guess I could consider it porn. I I think it becomes porn. When commerce is involved. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I think it becomes porn when when the viewer is a consumer. Yeah. Meaning, like, I, if I just freely share my sex video with Rachel, I yeah. think it's still not porn. It's just me showing my friend. <laughs> like yeah. my it's cool so moves. Good. Yeah. Like, we haven't gotten to that point, but I feel like it'll happen someday. <laughs> um, but I feel like the commerce is what defines it as porn. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think the relationship between nudes and vi- like self-made videos and amateur porn is really tenuous and problematic because there's so much stuff on Pornhub that you're like, did this guy just throw this up here? Sure. Yeah. Did yeah. this guy just take this video and just put it here and she doesn't fucking know? Yeah. yeah. Like there's yeah. a lot of that and it sucks because I do think that's porn because there's a, like just in the definition of like there's a consumer there. Yeah. But that's obviously revenge porn in a huge like awful market of let's just blanket call it like abuse yeah 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 because it makes me think of like because i have to think obviously like as we talk about like porn and like ethics like child pornography yeah and like 
calling back to a podcast that will be released soon, mm-hmm. Sarah Sire Money, who's a sex educator who's amazing, was talking about like the ethics of taking nudes with like her students. Mm-hmm. And it's like sexting is an amazing form of safe sex. Yeah. Especially for like teenagers to be yeah. exploring. But like if you a teenager take nudes, like that is child pornography. Yeah, uh, and yeah. like yeah, this... understanding your rights and like yes. understanding like what is safe and like whether we like it or not, what is illegal. Yeah. 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 That, in Euphoria, one, you know, our yeah. evil bad guy, I don't remember their names well enough. The but bad one. one yeah. The bad guy, who apparently is not a bad guy because he's standing in Diana. Nate. Nate. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Nate. Good. Yes. <laughs> I knew when, like, Nate uh, blackmails her. Rue. Thank no, you. Not oh, Rue. No, not Rue. Oh, I don't um, know their names. The other one. Hunter's character. Yeah, what's Hunter's character's name? The blonde girl. Yeah. Um... Because she had sent a nude to Nate. Right, right, And he right, was right. like, that's child... Like, something that fucked me up, and I don't actually... I'm like, there's no legal way. But the idea of me being 15 and then being charged for child pornography, I get being, like, the scariest thing as a yeah. teenager. But it's also impossible, right? Like, yeah. there's well, no way... Well, he was way... gaslighting her. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because he was actually the one who would have been in trouble. Yes. And the child, like, still can't be charged yeah, exactly. as an adult. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was just a total gaslighting. No, totally, yeah. totally, yeah. totally. I just wanted to say that out loud. Yeah. Because yes. I was like, you can't, though. Yeah. You can't charge a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's porn. I mean, we've all, like, on this podcast consented to giving information that we watched porn under the age of 18. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about it. Don't get me. But I mean like a lot of children do watch porn and like porn short does for their own safety and for their own to protect themselves as studios and yeah. as presenters of this content. They have to put that barrier of 18 and Yeah, yeah literally like the line of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. You're only 18 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we still consume it at a young age. And yeah. then like something that I think there's no answer to, but I'm curious about is like how we protect children in terms of like what porn they like could have access to or what is out there. Like yeah. we talk about in sex education, how there's like age appropriate information mm-hmm. and like there is information in porn that is appropriate for an eighth grader to know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. not all of it. Maybe. Yeah. 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 I mean, there needs to be a conversation I yeah. think at, with parents and children about pornography. Just like yeah. there's a conversation yeah, about the recently someone asked us, yeah. like, do you think porn should be part of every like, sex education I was like absolutely because it's going to be part of their sex educational experience like the internet exists you want it to or not so Mm -hmm. if you don't equip that kid to be like look if you're looking at mainstream porn it's probably not going to be what you end up doing like (laughs) porn is fantasy you know like it's it's fantasy it's Mm -hmm. not and especially if you're just going and like searching for free porn you don't you're looking for like right a lot of let's go back to feeling bad for these straight men. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, very briefly. Yeah, yeah very yeah. briefly. But like th- that's just a totally misguided. Like there's yeah. no help for like what to do with a clit. Like yeah. there's you're not supposed to just like pound on a pussy like by default. Like these yeah. are like just it's so. I, I think that what we're doing in hopes of destigmatizing porn will actually create more access to just like better porn yeah. than is actually educational and is realistic right we actually talked about a video called coming of age that's on x confessions that is they're older than 18 but it's sort of framed like they're younger and the yeah. idea is that these two teens are losing their virginity to each other yeah and the sex looks like virginity sex yeah. like it's very gentle it's yeah. like loving and it's like you know a little for lack of a better word like awkward and naive right. you know they're like feeling their way around and figuring it out but and she's like, still like touching herself yeah, yeah. like if yeah. I had seen that when I was a teenager yeah. that would have been a big help yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> like yeah. take some yeah. of the pressure no off no one told me that like I had to touch my clit in order to have an orgasm yeah. you know what I mean yeah they did eventually but it took yeah should we do a little quickie yeah okay so we're gonna do a segment called the quickie where we're gonna say something and you're just gonna spitfire answer one word. Okay. Okay. Great. Sex is fun. Hot. <laughs> My body needs <Love>. dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's been a minute. <laughs> Long distance relation. <laughs> My best habit is. Oh, I don't know. Showering? Waking up with my dog. 
Oh, she's cute. She's she's really cuddly. I think that showering is like <laughs> showering's really good. Showering's no, that's, good and like yeah. also like how shower like comes into our sex lives. Yeah. And our porn lives. It's, yeah. 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 it's your OG porn, but also like sometimes you need to take a shower after you Yeah, watch you yeah. do. Ooh. I mean I let's frequently like I generally masturbate post shower. I know so, that's about yeah. you. Yeah, We're it's kind there. of like my favorite well, you're thing. You're in the shower and you get kind of like hot and steamy. Yeah, and you're yeah. Touching it's like self care. Yeah. And then I feel clean and I like lay my towel out and I like put in some music and I'm like, this is me time. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice Showering was I where had. I masturbated the first time. Yeah. Because an yeah. older friend was like, let me tell you about my shower head. And I was like, do tell. Because <laughs> yeah. I had one and yeah. that's how I had my first orgasm was with showering. So I still feel like there's like a little yeah. Pavlovian dog of like I get in the shower and I'm like, mm, am I going to yeah. masturbate? And it I is. a lot of times do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of things. And also like, um, like this, uh, just like the water coming down in a bathtub. Like yeah. That spout was like mm-hmm. a big thing for like a lot of like females first experience. Yeah. Oh, I put that on the butthole too. Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. There you go. <laughs> put it on the butthole. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. For yeah. Inclusivity. <laughs> yes. Yes. So Pornhub just released like a non-porn project. They did. Yeah. They're doing all kinds of like dolphin philanthropy. Oh, like they're yeah. branching out to be like, <laughs> yeah. we do other stuff. Yeah. They're trying to be yeah. like a, a net neutral. Company. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but what, what do you feel like the major porn industries have like a responsibility to like extend their services beyond what we've established as like cool like non-ethical porn or like yeah yeah i think the tube sites need to have like stricter guidelines of like what you can post yeah i was gonna say i think the biggest thing they could do is just vet their content yeah even like a like a minor filter. Yeah. I mean, like we will all be sad when that happens because it means the sex scenes from Unfaithful won't be on Pornhub. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll have to get the actual movie and fucking fast forward through. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I think just like if there was any kind of responsibility on the part of those aggregates to like yeah. really look for and fight sex trafficking and piracy um, and piracy, like yeah. that would be a huge step forward. Yeah, yeah. So even if you know the technology of you know, trying to, because it's not like you can take away on any unverified profile. Like, that would be the easiest sweep, potentially, but I think yeah. that would wipe out more content than they would ever be willing to wipe yeah. out. At and least if they were. Too. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, that said, you can be verified on Pornhub just by showing your ID. Yeah. So easy. So yeah. you just yeah. identify, like, this is me, this is me. And then, like, that's how Ryan Kramer was verified, yeah. this comedian that came on the show. And he mm-hmm. does wholesome porn. So he doesn't mm-hmm. do porn, he just does, like, a boss and a secretary enjoy a healthy working relationship. It's just him and, like, (laughs) they pass papers back and forth. It's hysterical. And he got verified just because he thought it was interesting and tried. Yeah. Um, So, like, that hoop is not a crazy one to jump through, but I just think Pornhub would never remove the unverified option. Um, But even if they were just investing in organizations that fight sex trafficking, even if they were investing in the nonprofits and the structures that already exist... Mm-hmm. Um, to help with those issues, that would be meaningful to me. Yeah, yeah. even to add some like definitions to sex trafficking. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think one of the huge obstacles that we're up against to combat sex trafficking is to actually like be able to define what it, what what is it? it? What is it? What yeah. is it? Yeah. Like, really how do you point. identify a human body and say that is sex trafficking? Right. And yeah. there's like no protocol medically in place to be able to like psychologically or physically identify like a case like that where you yeah. can like identify like kidnapping yeah. 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 like psychologically like that person might yeah. be yeah. kidnapped like yeah. Stockholm Syndrome right. <laughs> sure. yeah. yeah that's a really fascinating point that yeah. I haven't thought about a great deal it's really yeah. really I know nothing about technology but <laughs> I feel like what they need to do is like some sort of like face detection thing yeah. whereas if you can verify that this person is such and such person and they're like credited in this video mm-hmm. yeah. then it's good then it's yeah. like Porn approved. Yeah. But if it's an unverified face, then it, like, is reason to investigate. Yeah. yeah. Like, where yeah. is this content coming from? Yeah. yeah. So, I feel like that tech is not far away. Yeah. No, That's also I mean, it exists, though. just, yeah. like, in terms of it being, yeah. and porn is often at the forefront of tech. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. money. Yeah, it's tricky to keep that information private, though, because a lot of people, you know, don't necessarily want to be, like, exactly. known as a sex worker. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like, interesting because there are so many performers that, like, just go faceless. Like, yeah. I was, like, mm-hmm. trying to do the math. and like, what if it was that, like, 
all performers in the video had to be like, hi, it's me, and I'm consenting. <laughs> yeah. So that was like, mm, there's A, the logistics, but like yeah. B, like a lot of people want to perform it. Like, yeah, there's no face. No face girl known. is yeah. like a massive, and like yeah. Leo Lulu are yep. these like massive amateur people who never show their faces, but right. are like make a lot of money as sex workers. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, not only that, you bring up something huge that we haven't talked about, which is like porn names. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah. it's a whole thing to not yeah. use your real name. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. there is, again, shame, stigma, you know, mm-hmm. being a sex worker. Yeah. Not wanting to like, you know, have that information out there. Yeah. And for safety, like you mentioned, like fans. Yes. Mm -hmm. Keeping a distance. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there is something to be said for being like, no, this is my work. Yeah. Yeah. This is my work and that is sex. Right. And then you as like a civilian don't have consent to like touch me or engage with me. Yeah. Right. Just because you saw me do something in the sex work. The consent is very confusing to (laughs) the audience. Yeah. And just because. But but you were fucking on camera so I'm allowed to send you a dick and I I I masturbate or ask to fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I'm a porn performer but that I, I'm not an escort. You know? Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Yeah. Very different. Okay. Like I'm a stripper, but I'm not a porn performer. You know? yeah. yeah, like being able to define your own work. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. complicated. It's tricky. Speaking of defining, <laughs> <laughs> let's define something. Can yeah. you, in your own words, define the term porn? Oh wow! Each of you individually. Okay. Will you put up? I a kind big, of did. Yeah, you I put think... a great point of like saying that it's like the the commerce of it i think yeah i think porn is it's hard it's almost harder to define like when it's officially like what threshold of sex we call porn Mm because like Mm. i think weirdly the gray area between like a picture of a naked person and porn i'm like i think it's porn if it's nudity like math magazine is a porn publication and that is nudes you know like that is just like photograph sensuality so i think like i guess the definition for me is Captured, like photographed in some format, painted maybe counts too. I don't know. Yeah. Now when yeah. I was pretty, <laughs> let's just say like captured sexual acts, uh, where there is commerce, where there is a viewer that is consuming, and like that there's like commerce to that, that mm. there's a transaction. Hmm. Interesting. This is tough for me because I consider a lot of things porn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say anything because like stuff that's just like. Audio could be porn, you mm-hmm. know, like oh. there's like porn erotica, you know, like audio stories, audio yeah. erotica. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and just say anything visual or like auditory that gets me hot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Rachel's the one. Yeah. <laughs> you are the gatekeeper. For, yeah. It's not porn. It doesn't turn me on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Work, so sorry, yeah. Bang yeah. Bros, yeah. not porn because yeah. I'm not into it. Yeah. And, but honestly, there's not even things that turn me on you know so yeah like there are sometimes where like real estate porn you yeah. know yeah. Like, honestly like a well decorated yeah. kitchen turns me off yeah, yeah. like that's yeah. porn <laughs> you know food porn yeah, yeah. food porn food porn yeah. ASMR. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, what is porn? Yeah. I'm going to think about that for weeks. Me too. <laughs> Years, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, I'll say things anything that's like uh stimulating um that tingles my mingle. <laughs> well, Rachel and Laura, thank you so much for joining us. Thank, thank you, you so much for having us. us. What a wonderful conversation yeah. this was. I love talking about porn first thing in the morning. I know. <laughs> what a great way like, to start the day. 9.30, baby. Let's talk about porn. <laughs> I mean, I have gotten up on some of our recording days to watch porn at like 7 a.m. No I joke. Know. So this is just our lives now. Yeah. yeah. It's just who we are. <laughs> I've never thought about porn like this in my life, Philip. I mean, I've thought about porn a lot in my life, but truly am changed. I'm changed. Like, I'll never be the same when I watch porn for the better. Like, understanding the landscape like this, like, the conversations we should be having, like, with ourselves, with our lovers, with our porn, it's, like, revolutionary. It really is, and I think that one of the biggest things that stuck with me was their sentiment about paying for your porn. Porn is like so freely consumed and I think that like what a, an amazing way to support these sex workers yes, besides paying for today. it. Especially today, yeah. Especially. It, what a like an incredible point. We're in this moment right now where financial insecurity is rampant amongst the freelancers, the gickers, the servers, and the sex workers. And the sex workers right now 
are doing their job like they have been for years let's pay them for it we're Mm -hmm. at home we have the opportunity to like really be paying it forward and always be donating to the right funds be supporting the right people and that includes paying for porn absolutely and um as we mentioned we wanted to give out some resources that um can provide support during this time so be sure to check out the National Domestic Violence Hotline, thehotline.org. They are providing additional resources during this time for those who are quarantined with an abuser. Yeah, so, you can call 1-800-799-7233 or text love is to 22522 if you're feeling unsafe with your partner or spouse or lover in a domestic fashion currently in quarantine also Um, check out covid19 freelancers artist resource.wordpress.com this is a page dedicated to supporting freelance artists yeah and giggers it's a really great list of like all of the temporary jobs you can apply for, the additional health resources that you're going to need to look into, best practices for continuing your life and advocating for funding. Um, This is the resource for you. What's the next one? Also, translifeline.org. It's a peer support hotline um, for trans folk. So please, if you feel like you need support, this is the time to reach out. Eight seven seven five six five eight eight six zero for the trans next check out NYC trans hotline. Uh, next check out nycwell.cityofnewyork.us. Mm-hmm. This is a text, talk, chat, anything. Um, call one eight one eight 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 NYC Well or text Well to six five one seven three star. Or go to their online chat. Um, yeah. It's re- another really important resource to keep us connected during this time. Also huge support needed to the service economy right now. Venmo, BK Service Coalition, a dollar, $50, tip them even though you're not being dined out right now. They could really use all the love. And I think like first and foremost, Tango is here for you, for everybody and everybody. You can email us at admin at tango with that us. You can DM us at everybody tango. We're here to receive anything that you want to share, anything you want us to share with the community, any questions you have. The community remains, although digital, indoors, and socially isolated. But we're here for you. So reach out, follow us, subscribe, give us five stars if you like, and thank you for coming. And thank you for listening.